It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello everybody. Oh, welcome, welcome. It is a happy Thursday night here in studio. And you know, Tony, I got to say, I love when I get the legends on the show. Me too. <laughs> so tonight is going to be such an amazing, fun episode. Um, I have whom I love to call the boss in the house. And so that is going to be really, really fun. But we have two incredible mediums Um they are amazing. And, you know, what's great about these two is how much they work together and bring the love of spirit forward. I have learned so much from both of them. And this Saturday, we get to do an event together, which I, I am just thrilled about. And we're going to talk about it. But if you are a student and you are looking to develop your mediumship and have questions about spirit and tuning in and how to hone and what we call sitting in the power, which we're going to talk about, I want you to put a question in the comments. Let us know because I got to tell you, I have absolutely one of the world's best mediums in the house tonight as my guest. Also, I am so, so, so lucky to have uh, another friend. She is not only a medium, but a grief specialist. Uh, I'll tell you what, talk about someone who has made her purpose to help others move through their grief and to understand it on a whole new level. So I am so honored. I am so thrilled. I am so excited that they found time to get in tonight because, uh, you know, he just got here and I know he's probably a little tired and there's so much to do but listen I am so grateful and we're gonna get started here I let me introduce to you world acclaimed British medium the boss Paul uh, Jacobs and Melinda Kushner <laughs> thank you Hello, you guys how are you we're good. We're good. Looking forward to this short time we've got together. Are you tired, Paul? Are you are you a little, little tuckered out? I'm not too bad because I was in Utah working last uh, last week, so I've already adjusted a certain amount, so uh, I'm not too bad. And that was your first time in Utah, is that right? Yes, it was. Yes, it was, it was successful. It went well. I was a bit surprised because it's quite a strong uh, Mormon uh, yeah. 
date. <laughs> it is, it is, but you, you look like you had a great time. I was, mm -hmm. I got to see some photos and hello, Melinda. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting us and, and doing this because it's so important. It is that you're doing this for people. Yeah. You know, it's, it, this is such a great way to help people understand spirit, how to develop maybe their own gifts or what they can do, how to dive in and sit in that power that I learned from you, Paul. And, yes. uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it makes a world of difference. <laughs> or maybe it makes a spirit world of difference. <laughs> That's right, because, you know, somebody may have a mediumistic ability, but if you don't have the power, which is the fuel that makes it work, then it doesn't matter what mediumistic ability you've got, you're not going to have the power that will manifest it to the degree and the strength that it should be. Yeah. And now for you, you've been doing this. Can I, it's like 50 years, right? Can I say that? <laughs> I, you're, I'm not that old. You're, you're 50, <laughs> I, might look, I might look at 30 years, Gold. You're 50, you're 50, 55, right? <laughs> um, I know you've been telling me 35 this whole time. <laughs> well, he looks it, doesn't he, Melinda? <laughs> oh, sweet talking. <laughs> so, you know, Paul, we, when you see, a student um do you do you see the the spirit within them do you see mediumship look at them and go oh they are a medium is that something that you can do yes and no uh what it is you've got those where um it's already sort of like their mediumistic potential is already there on the top surface it's rose to the forefront even though they don't understand it and um, really know about it um and then you've got others where it may be there, but it's sort of still de buried deep within them. Okay. Okay. How do you, well, I, I personally know how you kind of pull it out, but how do you pull it out of them? And what is the process that you help them see or work through to, to kind of let it evolve? Uh, well, first of all, um, as somebody's already said, as you said, meditation is, is very important. And it's about being able to understand the power within your own soul and develop that. Because what we forget is we, we cannot develop mediumship. It's either there or not. Mm -hmm. We develop the power within us. And through developing that power, the gifts that we have then will open up and come to the surface. So for somebody, it may be a communication medium, as I do. For somebody else, it may be as a healing medium. For another one, it may be a trans medium. So, you know, we develop the power that's there, which then will manifest into what gifts that person um, has within them. What is your favorite story? So you studied under Gordon Higginson, Yes. And, um, and I always love, I will tell you, I love that you share what he taught you. You do that a lot and you really keep teaching it and sharing it. But I had a thought today. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you talk to him in spirit, but what if you were to just sit across the table and just have a chat with him what do you think he would say to you today? You know, because he kind of raised you. So what do you think sitting across the table Gordon would say to you today? He'd tell me to stand up and be counted and don't give an inch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, because quite often, you know, you know me, I do speak out a lot. I put a lot of things out on Facebook, which causes controversy and... Uh, 
I often touch nerves of one or two people who, who do this work. And um, the Silver Birch, um, a guide of one of the great transmediums from the past, Boris Barbonell, said, if you do not cause controversy, um, then you're not achieving anything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people think being all spiritual is being all love, light and sweet, but uh, unfortunately that's not the case. You know, yeah. you've got to stand up for what you believe in. And I do that. It gets me into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, you know, I came under the influence of one of the greatest mediums of the time with wonderful gifts. And I've listened and I've remembered what he said, what he stood for. And uh, I still try to keep that keep that going, you know. And even, even though people say they have that respect for him of who he was and what he taught and then if I use his knowledge and put it out there in a way then people get all upset because it's touching a nerve because uh, you know what they're either saying or doing doesn't really come under what he's teaching and saying so it does get me into trouble at times but <laughs> I stand for what I believe in and what I know, I know for me is right doesn't mean I've got the answers to everything but you know, when you've listened to a master such as Gordon Higginson, uh, you know, then, you know, I don't think we can be far out of what we're trying to get across and teach. Yeah. And what do you, um, do you have a definition, may I ask, of what you believe to be spiritual? Because a lot of people ask and, and they get confused as to, mm. is it a way of life? Is it a religion? Is it both? I mean, what what would be your take, if I could ask? For, for me, true spirituality is being of service to others. Mm -hmm. uh, really, that's the purpose of our, our, our existence. It doesn't have to be as a medium, you know. Uh, it could be as a businessman, even. And you can still be of service to people where you're trying to benefit people through that business success. Um, but people have got this idea that to be spiritual or, or to have a spiritual life or a spiritual word, they've got to be a medium or a healer yeah. or a therapist. And it's not true at all. Right. We need spiritual people in all walks and all forms of life. And that's living that power of that something divine that's within you can move you and inspire you. And that's really is the great message beyond the message that we give in the contacts uh, within our mediumship it's to awaken the reality of that something divine and that power of the spirit within somebody so that they will try then to express that power in their lives for the benefit of, of others but in turn it would also benefit themselves as an individual in the giving you receive yeah it's uh doesn't melinda doesn't it, like i'm like oh my, my little insides are doing a happy dance. They're like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And and for me, mediumship kind of has become secondary because, as Paul said, the different types of medium. Yeah. I love helping people understand uh, their grief and their own soul's growth. Yeah. It's important. I, uh, go ahead, you know, Paul. Um, like with um, Melinda, you know, um, Melinda does a lot of work with... Um, parents who, who have children in the spirit world and which she doesn't charge for and we were speaking about this today you know um, i often do work either for clients i've even done classes and groups for for free and i get other mediums say oh that's not good it doesn't make us look good you know we're doing this for free um yes we've all got to earn a living i don't have a problem i earn a living from what i do you know mm -hmm. um, but it's keeping that balance right you know um you know just being well known or just earning money from it cannot be the be all and end all of it yes 
we do need to be known to a degree uh, by reputation. And yes, we all need money to put bread on the table and a roof over the head. But we can never lose that true purpose of what uh, mediumship is all about. Absolutely. Yeah. And I saw Melinda so much where, you know, it is it is interesting that spirit is using you, working with you, through you to really, really bring home helping these parents, anyone really moving through grief. And, and I see it and I see like, you know, just how inspiring it is. One, it's like you have this level of understanding and you, you have this ability to help them find ease and peace. And I think that that is just such a beautiful, beautiful gift that you you are sharing and helping them kind of almost find that hope again right thank you colby and and yes you know it's learning for all of us excuse me i've i've been working obviously with a lot of parents but for all of us it's learning our own soul's purpose and why we're here and understanding the forgiveness and and what that entails and and for me you know I, i was a nurse and so when i look back on how i've gone through what i've gone through and gotten to where i am um, I know that this is what I want to do. I know that this was my soul's purpose is yes. to help other um, understand their own grief. Yes. Really, any any form of mediumship, what we should be doing is bringing encouragement and hope. Yes. Um, that's that's the main purpose, uh, uh, so people can live again. And I often mm-hmm. say, you know. My purpose isn't as a medium, which I thought it was in the past, was taking away the fear of death and dying. And I have to say, no, my, my work is really about taking away the fear of life and living and people feeling fulfilled. And, you know, even the psychic work is important, not just the mediumistic yeah. um, aspect. You know, if I look at all the thousands and thousands of messages and sittings I've given, um, everybody's problem in life is the same. Yes. Circumstances may be different, but they're not living their life in the way their soul needs to express. I would like to know if you have meditated on on why you have so much trouble with travel. Like, they're all... I, I have never seen... So what do you think that that's about? Have you asked, like, this is not funny, Gordon. Not funny. I mean, have you asked? Can I, can I interject here? For yes. <laughs> because actually I was with Paul and we were on our way to Holland. And somewhere along the line, I don't know how it happened, but we just forgot to get off the train. <laughs> and, I, and, and Paul was like, oh, my gosh. So we had to literally run run i had high heels on pushing you know my 150 pound suitcase down the thing <laughs> to catch a train to get to back to where we're supposed to be going so, so actually i think it comes from paul's exhaustion because he does so much yes. traveling. i think you know sometimes when i'm traveling is that um quite often I'm, I'm sort of like half in this world and half in the next world it's, it's like yeah. my mind's in the spirit world half yes. the time even when i'm on my own um but also what you've got to look at, if you look at the, uh, the amount of traveling I do, you yes. know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm traveling, flying 40 weeks a year, you know. Um, so, you know, percentage wise, I'm going to get a little bit more hassle and problems <laughs> than the average person. Yeah, so. that's that is true. But whenever I see you, I'm like, oh, come on, let them just get there. Let them get there. <laughs> I love doing those posts because I know people love it and enjoy seeing it them. Is. You know? 
what's happening on my journeys. But it, you know, and, and this is it, you know, often, you know, um aspiring mediums who want to become full time mediums, you know, they look at me, what I do, where I go, and they think how wonderful and how glamorous. <laughs> It's, it's not a lot of work. Yeah. Yes, I go to some nice places. I meet some wonderful people. Um, but, you know, it, it's not as the glamorous lifestyle that people think it is. It, well, really is a life of service. And, and um, you know, you, you... Not, I mean, you're booking your life away um, mm -hmm. two years in advance. It doesn't matter how you feel when that time comes around or what's happening in your own life. You've got to turn up and be there. Um, you've got to have that commitment and dedication. I mean, I've gone to places where I've had to sleep in terrible circumstances, countries where I don't speak the language, I'm left on my own, no <laughs> company, um, missing family and friends events because I've, I've already made commitments to be away. So, you know, there's a lot it takes to, to be able to do this work full-time in travel. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, you know, it's one of those... Um... I'm so glad that you do, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I do as well. I, I enjoy it. You know, um, everything in life has, has, a, has a positive and a negative aspect to it. It doesn't matter what it is, you know. So, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I know I'm fortunate to do what I do. And it was a difficult choice for me to decide to become a full-time medium because originally my intent wasn't to be a medium. It wasn't what I was particularly looking to be. And I started working as a medium um, next to my um, everyday full-time job and it got to a point where I was having difficulty doing both and I kept saying to the spirit world you know um, should I stay doing this part-time or do you want me to go full-time what answers did I get nothing so <laughs> um, so I decided to book a, a sitting with a medium who I respected and he didn't know the reason why I was going and he gave me some good evidence from my family and friends in the spirit world. And then he said to me, Paul, he says, the spirit world have just said, it's your choice, your decision, whether you do this full time or wow. not. And I thought, oh, no, that's not the answer I want. <laughs> but then he added, they've just said, though, but if you decide to go full time and do this work full time and give your life to it, they will always make sure there's enough work to provide for your physical needs. Wow. And there's never been a time where there's never been enough work to provide for those needs. Wow. And you are, so talking about doing mediumship full time, if someone, if you see a student who really wants to, what advice would you offer them? You know, you can't not just quit and go, right? I mean, maybe what, I don't know. What advice do you have for someone who says, how do I know if I'm supposed to do this full time? Well, there's many, I actually try to put off from doing it full time. <laughs> um, um, secondly, because, you know, even though they may have the potential and the quality to do it full time, you have to look at the other circumstance and aspects of his life, you know? So if I've got, um, a guy in his 30s who's married with two or three kids and he wants to do this full time, I've got to look, you know, you know, and make them realise, is your family life going to survive? you travelling and being away all the time. Yeah. Are you going to be able to earn enough to provide for those means? Um, I remember one, one guy who was desperate to be full time and I said to him, I said, you've got the ability and you've got the quality and I know you'll be able to get the work but I don't think you'll be able to cope with it. And he said, no, no, I want to be a full-time medium. And because I believed in him, I helped him. I 
took him to Italy, I took him to Switzerland, I got him known in the churches. And now he does nothing with mediumship. I think he's a policeman now. Oh, yeah. See. He, he could he couldn't cope. Um, couldn't cope with it. Um uh, because it it is a pressure, you know, especially when you think, you know, when you go away, um um, you've got those demands. I mean, it's not so much now. I mean, when I used to travel abroad, we'd have to do at least 40 private sittings on a journey abroad. Yeah. And, you know, and to be able to be able to come up with the quality or the standard for that amount is not easy to do. And actually not always possible to do, if I'm honest, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and he couldn't cope with the pressure because he was a genuine guy and he wanted to give everybody the best he could. But he felt he couldn't cope with the amount of work and the quality he needs to do all the time, to do it all the time. What are you, uh, Melinda, you travel just as much. I mean, and you've been working with down. Paul. <laughs> and you've been working with Paul. You know, the two of you together have really formed such a, a bond and a friendship. Um, but what... What would be the one thing that you feel that, that you learned about your own soul purpose by just being on this journey with Paul? Well, first and foremost, I believe everything that Paul has to say when it comes to only comes to mediumship. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to mediumship, his integrity, his integrity, his his knowing. I I love spending the time with him. I love sitting in the car and visiting about wonderful things that he has to share with me. And we share almost identical thoughts on what the spirit world wants for us. And um, you know, I, if I could say anything that I could take away from mediumship for other people to understand is is again, it has to go with with what your soul knows to be right. You know, there's so many mediums people in this world work yeah that take advantage of others and you know that's just not what this is about and you know as paul has said um and a couple other mediums that i also respect when you get to the other side you have to answer to those people yeah. and i don't want to be a line facing me you know asking me why i did what i've done yeah how could you tell them i how could you tell them i said that <laughs> yeah no and, and if you look without with our medium people doing a service i mean like you, you know you I, i've known you for a while i know your mediumship and I've, I've seen you know the good work and quality you can do uh, but like you enjoy working and attracting the young people you try reaching the people through your show so we'll all have maybe an area that we particularly um specialize in or um is yeah. our forte that you know fulfills our soul or, get, or we've got that little extra quality or empathy of what we want to achieve and express it and that's right for every individual in which way they want to manifest that you know yeah. right and we should learn to work together not apart from each other yes. and and like i like i and i and i know that i told you this before colby i'm so impressed with the fact that you have that ability to attract the younger people and open up their minds and their thoughts on this and that i'm so appreciative um, oh well thank yeah thank you i really that that means a lot i really uh, appreciate it so um we do have a question so and i, I mean i kind of know the answer but we need to hear from the boss uh <laughs> how does someone prepare to work with spirit using meditation like if they're not like let's say they're trying to but their mind is busy how how do they start it 
I'll, I'll be truthful. People want to jump straight to the spirit world, which is putting the cart before the horse. So, you know, most of my seminars I call soul to soul. Yeah. So what they've got to realize is they need to do, first of all, self-awareness and meditation to go within their own soul and to understand and know their own soul and deal with all the weaknesses, the strengths, the positiveness in developing the spirit because the soul is the vehicle of the spirit, the emotion, and that higher consciousness. So you've got to have an awakening and awareness of that within your own soul because when you want to communicate with the spirit world, it's those three elements within your soul. You've got to bend with the soul from the spirit world so if you if you've got no, no understanding or awareness of being able to use those three elements within your soul you're going to find it very difficult to communicate um, with the spirit world and you know over the years sometimes the psychic level has become a negative dirty word yeah. and it's not it's very important um and i actually believe people would be better working even though they may be eager to work with the spirit world they would be better um, developing the psychic side first and um, one it's an important part of our work but if you look at the soul the psyche and um, it's i look at it like a muscle so by doing those those psychic exercises it's strengthening that muscle but when it then comes turn then to move it to blending with the soul um with the spirit world because your mediumship works through your psychic faculty yeah. um so we need to strengthen that psyche first you know but also there's got to be that self-awareness because if i don't understand and know myself how on earth am i going to understand and know the client no alone understand and know the person in the spirit world yeah and and i know just one of the things also that i love how you describe you tell someone, you know, if you've got this picture, if a clairvoyant, clairvoyant mm -hmm. everyone is that seeing, if an image mm -hmm. pops in, don't just say it, like, you know, share it. Let's let's unfold it. Let's tell the story. And, and I love that because it really was an awareness that says, oh, wait a second. The, we, are, we are bringing them right here for almost tangible, in almost such a beautiful, tangible way. That's right. I mean, I love I love teaching clairvoyance. I think it's my pet subject, you know. And you and you know, often people do get wonderful clairvoyance imagery from the spirit world. But what they tend to do is go into a long, complicated story, describing what they're experiencing, seeing, rather than understanding the evidence from it of the life of the communicator. Yeah. yeah. So in a way, I always say it's like learning another language. Mm -hmm. And if you look when man and woman first began to communicate, go back to the Stone Age time, you go to the Arab uh, Aborigines, um, all the different cultures. What was the first language? Pictures and symbols. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. That's actually a really great point. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, you should teach this. Put so much information into one picture. Yeah. You know, and then what a lot of students do, and even some mediums, they'll make one basic statement from it, or this long descriptive story of what they're seeing, but if, and then their mind goes searching for something else or another picture. Yeah. But that one picture, if they just stayed with it and worked with the spirit, that one picture can tell you a whole story, but would also 
deepen the evidence rather than all this top surface generic information. Yeah, and I bet, Melinda, for you, especially... Um you know when you you know when you are doing the medium readings as well i bet you know especially doing this and and i bet you're so wonderful at being able to share the the stories with those images you know well yeah you know i always make a joke and say you know gosh darn if you can take the time to show me the images why don't you write it on a chalkboard right <laughs> but i noticed that when i'm doing readings for parents and and their children are in spirit and the enormous amount of love that they give through but with that wonderful evidence of what that parent did for them yeah. no matter the crossing yeah um, with that evidence that brings that parent and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be an hour's worth of evidence it can be what touches that person's soul yes it gives them that greater understanding that love and life is still in existence. Yes. Yeah. And I think also we've been bad as mediums, I include myself in the past, um, where we don't educate the general public properly. I so often hear mediums say, it's like a telephone line. Yeah. If only. <laughs> I <Yeah>. wish. <laughs> but that makes it sound to the public that we hear everything word to word. Yes. You know, yes. when I'm standing in an audience of saying new people, I always say to them, you know, I said, no medium is 100% accurate. I, I said, because we have to interpret these feelings, we have to interpret this imagery, and our mind can interfere. So yes. all I'm going to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is, I'll be honest with you, you be honest with me. And, and, and that's, you know, and I think we really need to get this across and educate the public properly in how a medium works, how a medium receives the information, because too many people want to make it sound spectacular yeah. uh, and in ways that it's not, and, and that doesn't do good really for those people, because then the public's expectations are then saying, oh, well, it's like a telephone line. Yeah. Why can't they give you the full address postcode and telephone? Why, why are they not telling you exactly what sign they're sending me? You're like, right. which, which also <laughs> I think is a good point too, is what we just spoke about earlier was that because of a medium, if they're not developed in the proper way and they have their own issues that they haven't worked through, that comes out in the reading. Yeah. That's yeah. why when Paul says, you know, you have to develop all the way you do. Yes. You know, yeah. For just an example of, of clairvoyance and speaking about hearing, I, I, I remember a lady I'd seen several times, um, whose daughter was in the spirit world, and at the end of this one particular sitting, she says to me, Paul, she says, you, you know, you've really helped me and my family a lot, she says, and um, there's no doubt, you know, that, you know, uh, my daughter's communicated on many times, but we've been waiting for one thing that you've never given us. <laughs> so I said, well, can I ask what that is? And she says, it's, we've been waiting for a nickname. So I said to her, I said, well, I'm not going to try deliberately because my own mind will start conjuring up and thinking of all different things. So I said, but maybe now my mind's more open to it for the future. And then I said to her, you know, just before we finish, I, um, I said to her, I said, your daughter's just shown me something here and uh, your daughter must have a favourite cartoon character. And she says, yes. And I said, and she has a picture in the frame of that cartoon character next to her bed. And she said, yes. I said, and that cartoon character was Betty Boo. And she burst into tears. She says, that's what I've been waiting for. That's her nickname. Oh, that just gave me yeah. chills. <laughs> 
that just gave me chills goosey bumps that yeah. is amazing and that is you know that's a great point for those developing if you put too much pressure you're going to kind of get into that that logical mind part and not surrender to the spirit right that's right and this is why i i, I don't believe in the client asking can you tell me this about yes. can you tell me that <laughs> one way to form the question you know what answer they want anyway yes and two then is it your own mind that's creating the answer um so you know for me it has to come naturally like it did in that instant but then all that just shows you the potential of the clairvoyance i will often get either nicknames name of houses name of businesses street names surnames from clairvoyant pictures not just from clairaudience right right and and i think that goes back to your earlier point that if you that's why you can't get too detailed about it right because you got to just be able to give what you're getting so that because that may be the name that may be the number or whatever is needed right and if you think that's about nice. it and not just share it with them yeah. Uh, that's right. I mean, I, I just I did a demi neutral last week, and I was giving a lady contact from mom and dad, and the dad was the main communicator, and the mom came, and I said, um, "Your mom just keeps showing me a bell, but um, I know it's to do with the name of something," and uh, uh, I didn't know. Um, she says, "Oh yes, my mom worked for Bell, the telephone oh. company." Yes, no. yes. Oh, how fun! Right? How yeah, cool! Yeah. So, and this is why I still enjoy my mediumship after all these years. Um, you know, when the spirit will give me something different or in a way I've never received it before, I'm like a kid at Christmas with a new toy. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> is there anything you know through the through the time you've been doing it? Because you know, you did start uh, pretty young, and I know it's not something you uh, volunteered for. I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Gordon threw you up there <laughs> that's right that's right i think one of the things i find with a lot of students and i, I actually stressed it to the group i took last week um you know i said too many of you decide what you want and what you want yes. to be with mediumship too early in your journey yes if you're interested in the in the subject you want to go on a journey of self-discovery then do that but do it with joy and as it unfolds it will lead to what you're going to be do with it yes people yes. get so uptight and restrictive right in the beginning what am i going to be what am i going to do with it i want to be this and that and they're only on the first rung of the ladder you know just do the journey and the experience and enjoy it and the journey will unfold that you're going to do naturally 100 percent correct yeah it's uh, that's I, I would have never thought that i would have gotten to where i am you know you asked me that five years ago well i would have never thought i would be doing a lot of the grief help that I that I'm doing so you don't know what lies ahead of you yeah and um and and right it is about you know just seeing where they they put you I would have never thought I'd be up in front of people doing readings <laughs> right it's like oh. I, mean, I remember when I first met you Colby and, and so the last time I saw you yeah. I, I mean you know, you know, you know me. Like you've done a lot of work with me where platform mediumship was concerned. And you know, I mean, the last time you, you know, uh, when you was uh, came to to further your training uh, as a student, you know, I said to you, I was so pleased with what you're doing, what you're doing. You know, the change over those years. You know, because and that's what people are going to realize. It doesn't take. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen mm -hmm. yesterday. Uh, and people want it 
when I want Well, they to. want the instant gratification, right? Absolutely. You know, and I keep saying, there's only so much we can actually teach us, teach us. Yes. It's hard work. Practice, 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 practice. Getting it wrong, getting it wrong. Yeah. Getting it wrong. Um, and I actually say to students, I want you to get it wrong because yeah. I can teach you more. Yeah. Because actually everything I teach you is actually from what went wrong for me yeah. in my training, but also in the real situation. So I teach you things that will help you stop you getting those no's or so many no's. <laughs> and if you do get those no's, what to do about it and how to deal and handle it. Yes. Because if you don't get no's in the classroom, that's the place to have them. Yeah. But you know, but if you've not dealt what causes a no in a classroom, you're, you're not going to have a clue how to deal with those no's in the real situations and you'll just blow yourself apart. Yes. You know, and, and Paul is such an incredible teacher. I know people are tend to be a bit apprehensive of his teachings. I couldn't appreciate them anymore. And I just told him today, when I went to his, he has a, he has his house of spirit in Germany. Yes. And, and so I had gone there and Paul's exercise was, there were, I think 11 people in the class and his exercise was, okay, everybody stand up and I need to see where you are. So give a reading. And I'm like, you know, you get sweaty, you get scared. You're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to do Paul sitting here. And after I gave my reading and he said, and I expect nothing less of you from now on, I went, Ooh. Oh gosh. <laughs> But you know what? Paul is of the highest quality when it comes to teaching, and that's what people need to understand. See, the thing is, you know, is I, I can remember my mother saying to me uh, one day, she says, Paul, um, you'll always go through life disappointed. And I says, why? She's because you always set the bar so high. Yeah. And I says, yes. I said, I may not always reach that bar. I said, but I've got a chance of reaching higher if I set it higher. Yes. I said, if I set the bar low, then I'm not going to reach it higher. And and this is, you know, and this is what a lot of students do. As as long, you know, that they don't push to that next stage, you know. Yeah. Um, and often they come to me. They say they want to be stretched or they want to be more <laughs> yeah. evidential. And then when I try to do that, then they go, oh, oh they crumble to pieces, and I'm being hard and horrible, you yeah. know. Um, uh, but I said, yeah, you know, it's, it's like I can remember giving a contact near the end of being a student, and, uh, and I thought it was good. And it actually the contact was for Gordon Higginson. And he said to me, have you finished? And I said, uh, yes. He said, so you don't want to be a good medium? <laughs> um, so I said, yes, of course I do. He says, well, instead of just telling me the lady played the piano, tell me what she played on the piano. Yeah. Instead of just telling me there's a photograph frame on the piano, tell me what was in it. So I got back up, the piano come back, I could see the sheet music, told him the music, yes, that's correct. Then I got my own back on him. I said, this lady was a medium. And he says, yes, how do you know that? I said, because in the photograph frame is not a photograph, it's a psych spirit drawing of a guide of a Native American Indian. <laughs> and he says, that's correct. <laughs> now, that's the difference between an average medium and a good medium. Wow. And, wow. And so students getting things and they stay at a level with it. But if that general information there, the extra information is there, if they're prepared to go for it, but more than anything, not be scared and be prepared to be wrong. Yeah. And, and to not, not fall to pieces if you get the no. That's right. <laughs> I sometimes invite, I, I sometimes invite a recipient to say no. Yeah. I mean, I gave a name the other night, which I got a no on. Well, she didn't want to say no. She says, it's very close. And I says, I'm sorry, no, I'm wrong. 
if if I say I've heard it, I've heard it. So if it's not correct, I'm wrong. You're not changing it to make it fit. You know? uh, and I'd rather put my hands up and say I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Um, now we have a, an event Saturday night right here in yes. LA. Yes. I am so excited. Um, I, 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 yeah, like I'm beyond excited. And it's at the Olympic Collection, which is, you know, right in kind of near Westwood, everybody. It's right off of the, um, um, uh, Olympic and kind of right off of Sepulveda, right? Saltel. So it's right in that area. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a beautiful evening of mediumship demonstration. That's right. I'm looking forward to listening to your mediumship again, Colby. Oh. It's been a couple of years since I've, uh, I've listened and watched you. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. I, I'm going to chat. I'm like, oh, you know. I know. <laughs> if, if I have to run off to the bathroom beforehand, you know I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, <laughs> but I'm, I I am just so I, I'll tell you because you know for anyone, I mean, here's the great thing: I, I have had the beautiful opportunity of you know watching both of you demonstrate and. Even though it's it's a little different styles, it, the information and how it's done is done with such beauty and integrity and the healing. And so it's I'll tell you what, you guys, if you have not seen them, you have not lived. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that's that's wonderful. You know, I, I say to people, you know, in the way mediumship works, it has to be the same vein that runs through it, but it's made individual individual mm-hmm. by us as an individual soul and personality. And uh, and that's what makes medium so, mediumship so interesting because we're all individuals. So yeah. even though the three of us are doing the same work and we'll be working together, there'll be that individuality with each of us as the person and the makeup of who we are. And I think that's, that's wonderful. That's great. I think it's so important because, you know, there's just different types of people. There's different types of recipients. And so I really feel like, personalities and individual styles are so needed to reach everyone (laughs) i mean you might have say somebody's brother in the spirit world who wants to communicate but they prefer to use you rather than me you know uh, you're more a suitable medium to them than than or cuter uh, (laughs) well thanks melinda (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's why i said brother That's so funny. That's so funny. So, and we still, uh, we're going to put that link up because I believe we still have some tickets. Um, so make sure you, you know, you grab a ticket, you come out and you hang out with us. And, you know, I want to ask, uh, just, you know, we're running out of time already, if you can even believe it. Um, Paul, in looking at your career, is there anything that you feel that you would do differently, you know, especially as far as mediumship or serving? Is there anything that you go, you know what, I would actually do this differently now? I I think the only thing I would regret a little bit is that because I do travel all the time and the ethnic lifestyle of being full time, that in another way I've neglected my own development. Okay. So I still believe I could have maybe reached more um and also um maybe given time to other aspects of other aspects of mediumship which i haven't had the time to develop and i know when i do slow down 
I would love to go back to the healing work, which is the work that I first began uh, when I came into this. Wow. And Melinda, where you've got this uh, grief tour that you were doing. Um, and it just if you'll just take a minute and share a little bit of what that is and what it's about to the listeners so that they can kind of find that space and place to learn more with you. Thank you. Um, well, first, you can go to my website to see where, 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 where I will be traveling next. But for me, um, it's helping people understand, again, I know, I know I said this, but understand who they are. Because when you understand who you are, where you, you've had a loss, um, it, it, as Tom Zuba says, it cracks you open. And it, and it brings that need for understanding who you are, where you're supposed to be going, and then that purpose in life. And I think that's, for me, that's my most, um, uh, my biggest desire is to help people understand who they are. You know, we've all been through life. We've all been, you know, we all, we all have our own scars and uh, learning to get where they are and not feeling the guilt um, yes. and understanding the love and forgiveness for ourselves. So, I, I mean, I, I found from my experience too that, you know, uh, people's grief, uh, many people often go into the negative aspect of um, guilt, remorse, and yeah. that gives so much destruction to that person and their life on top of the physical loss of the person they of who they love so there has to be this healing and an understanding of themselves and uh, and being kind and again this self-awareness that in the same way we need to do with mediumship is releasing the negativity um, acknowledging the positive aspects you know within their self their own life and and the positive aspects of that person and that was in their life and try to deal with all this regret and guilt and remorse well i i want to just thank you guys i i mean i i have to say paul i i am you changed my life and um i am just forever grateful and you are the boss i love it i and i, think, I love being called the boss <laughs> <laughs> i i i, I it, it is so um you know, because I think, too, that that straightforward and that honest, but, you know, there's so much care behind it. And I think people, you know, it, and, and if you are really ready to develop and grow, um, it's not intimidating. I, I mean, it'd be more intimidating not making you proud, but, yeah. but, um, but, you know, I, I just appreciate both of you so much. I appreciate appreciate you too thank Absolutely. you i appreciate what you're doing how much you give of your own life and your own self and the sacrifices i mean i've seen it i know it and and uh, i can i can you know i know the spirit world is is super happy that you're continuously serving and helping and uh i am looking forward to seeing you both saturday evening same here colby yeah really looking forward to colby. it okay uh, and maybe there'll be time afterwards for a little bit of the other spirits in the glass together i, I would i would think i i may need one either way paul I, I depending on how it goes i may need a couple shots to call today <laughs> no i want to i want to just share anybody out there um uh, you know, the websites are right under their name. So Paul Jacobs is paul-jacobs.com. Melinda Kushner with a K.com. Look them up. Go to the websites. 
grab some tickets, come and hang out with us. There is a VIP ticket where we actually will have a meet and greet with you after so you can meet them up close, personal, give a hug. Paul loves hugs. So um, anyhow, I want to thank you both so much. Thank you. um, You have a beautiful evening, and I'll see you both Saturday night. Okay, I look forward to it. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> Alright, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with progressive. Can I take these off? Alright. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. It's cutting into your exercise time. (coughs) It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.